These are the facts. Two plus two is four. Pluto used to be a planet, and I'm still locked in the closet. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast. Today we have Ricky and Duncan from Hate Waker. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, man. Just chilling. It's nice to be together today. Dude, we, I just got off the line with Narwolf. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that band, but just imagine kind of a rowdy version of Every Time I Die, that kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. No, no, Wolf are good friends of ours. We played a couple shows with them. They fucking know how to bring the energy. Really know how to fucking entertain. <laughs> the lead singer just really knows how to get shit going. I fucking love that dude. Dude, yeah. So basically, what what we all did is they had this announcement where they're bringing Andy, the lead singer that left to go to Dallas to have a kid because he's got family up there. So he wanted like more of a support network, and that was some of the most fun I've had the entire quarantine session. So. <laughs> it was just it was just madness through and through the whole interview. But uh, what we want to do today is just see what you guys are up to, how you've been affected during the pandemic and whatnot, and then we'll lead into uh, what's going on with Hate Waker, what you guys are doing behind the scenes while everybody's off work, and what you what we can have uh, coming up. So, uh, Ricky, go ahead and kick it off. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it's just nice that we're mostly all in the same city. I mean, Jeremy lives out in Kyle, and uh, I mean, we're based out here in San Marcos. Duncan lives here in the same city, so it's nice to be able to still have that con close contact. And, uh, you know, since this thing started off, the whole pandemic has really kind of thrown a wrench in the system. We had a lot of shows lined up, but thankfully it's taken a lot of time to... Uh, you know, be creative and step back and really look at our music and how to push forward. So it's it's been really, you know, a blessing and a curse at the same time. I can definitely understand that. Duncan, what about yourself, brother? Um, it's been it's been pretty cool, man. We've been kicking back and just kind of working on everything, uh, the al album wise and you know, just kinda kinda just trying to push through everything and you know, we're all, we all have to stick together at this time, you know, and there's just a lot going on and like with our families, you know, and it's just cool to, it's cool to, you know, be united and work on our music and to, for that to get us through this hard times. No, I can definitely understand that. I've had a lot of work to do uh, with the podcast, just basically just kind of keeping it alive because Chris and I, you know, typically we do in-person interviews or live streams from the venues. And this, it was kind of crazy how we've evolved over the five years from doing just an audio only podcast for years and years and years and right. then transitioning to video. And basically we've just had, you know, we kind of just started from scratch. We were like, well, let's, 
let's just start with the basic form of podcasting and call bands and and you know people like that and see how they're doing and it's actually it's actually done us some good because we've gotten on some uh some some other different some other platforms like stitcher and google play so oh, yeah. I can just imagine, I can just imagine what you guys are cooking up. But hey, I just want to say to everybody listening, whether it's one or one thousand, if you don't have Hate Waker in your Spotify playlist or just playlist, period, you are messing up, straight up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's high praise. Oh, yeah. Because you, I okay, I'm your average demographic, you know, thirty six year old white male that has a little bit I like I almost feel like dad rock like five back when five finger death punch was I mean they're still a thing <laughs> I'm not hating on them but I will say I used to listen to them but I transitioned out of that into mm. you know music like what you guys produce and I have to say I know I told you guys uh the last time you played but your your album front to back I can listen to it and not have to worry about getting bored or hitting next, I, I actually find uh, find myself just hitting repeat because it's it it's so oh, yeah. it's good to me. And I'm not you know, right. Hate Waker didn't pay me to say this stuff, so let's clear the air on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we might have, we, we might have. have the funds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you haven't played you haven't played any shows, so you're not making any money. Um, mm. But I will say that from being in the Austin metal scene as as a kind of an insider. Whenever I went on the hunt and actually stumbled across you guys, I want to say back in January, was it? Or, or yeah, that's probably yeah, relative January. to when we like put out a music video. You prior guys to, to the year starting off, we put out Atmosphere, but we had our whole album produced the the year prior as well. So our music's been out there, but the shows, you know, like sparse in between. So. It, and and I and I and this is one of the things that I love about doing this is that I find new bands and you guys have been around for a while so for me to just happen across you it is just goes to show the depth of Texas metal. Oh hell yeah, man! That's and that's actually like what we've branded ourselves as as Texas metal. You know, there's a lot of like deathcore metalcore, but we find when we say like, hey, we're just you know fucking pure Texas mm-hmm. metal. We find a gateway into more shows than just being, you know, you know, just a genre. Yeah, a yeah, genre of music, genre. you know, and like we don't have to stick to it. And, you know, our music shows that, you know, we progress through a couple of genres of metal mm-hmm. through one piece of, you know, one song can move through, you know, deathcore, metalcore, a little bit of new metal. You know, the nuances that all these these guys bring to it is just such a diverse, you know, um, just a diverse set of talent and all of us listen to different things. And that's really what propels our music to be different and more melodic and, you know, more message driven. Yeah. I can, I can tell you just, and this is just me personally, because when I, when I came across you guys, I think the first song I heard was DOC and (laughs) the, the, the part in the middle where it's just, Oh shit. And it breaks down and it's just, that was just like, well, I'm sold. What else do they have in their catalog? That's awesome that you like bring up DOC because that that song was our first song and it was written in a night only because our friend Josh is such an advocate for black crap cult. And at the time <laughs> on Instagram, like no, I'll shit you not, dude. At the time on Instagram, they put out this uh, 
post for black craft cult wrestling and they were in need of bands for like intro music and stuff so we were like fuck it let's just put out a fucking song let's we'll do it we'll do it and so I, I shit you not ryan we made that song in about a day and a half of just like sitting down we went into the studio into an apartment actually that whole thing our whole ep is recorded out of an apartment like in a fucking closet god bless like, you whatever. but yeah like you know doing this shit just trying to make this music and uh that one was the first one that we just like you know shit out in literally a fucking night and it was just like cool to see that come together uh duncan was just like you know let's let's fucking do this and uh you know and within 24 hours we had a song and it was ready for posting ready to kind of like staple our name to like our sound so to speak and a lot of people you know at this time when they come to shows it's cool to see them sing along to that song because that's a lot of people's first impression of us yeah dude i'd again this sounds like a complete you know, crotch riding session for Hate Waker from my end. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when 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 you gotta call it like you call it, and and from where I'm sitting, the Hate Waker, the, the sound that Hate Waker brings is 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 fresh, is 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 new. I think you guys have only played like a total of what, maybe four four uh, four, goddamn events. I I mean, like we played the fuck ton of events as far as like um i mean for our for ourselves we're kind of lucky i do a lot here in san marcus myself just like planning events i have uh, a brand behind myself like uh, the 78666 our zip code here in san marcus is 78666 so i've kind of tended to making my brand kind of over you know, oversee like you know the underground scene here in san marcus and what we can do to make metal like you know this a new mecca for metal you know and, and <laughs> yes sir yeah, I mean, it's like who wouldn't want to play a show in in the 666 of texas and all of the united states like you know, it's definitely cool to have that behind us damn We're i've never thought of it like that it's, it's fucking cool you know and uh we really enjoy having that behind ourselves and um just being in between san antonio and austin there's a lot of music culture and a lot of competitive like acts and we you know we see ourselves like you know on the forefront of being more out there and it's definitely nice to step away from our our area into san antonio houston dallas and san antonio uh austin and uh just like really kind of see what the other scenes have to offer and how we can compare and how we can kind of grow each other as well and invite them back and you know into our home and a lot of bands do they come through we play a show with them and then we're either their place or our place so it's it's nice to have those relationships and and make sure that the metal community survives and making sure that where we're from you know people see that the metal exists here and they don't have to go to austin or san antonio they can come to san marcus and enjoy the same kind of thing we have a home ready for them we have a stage for them and their music as well Damn, that's that's what's up, man. That's I'm gonna give you a little uh, round of applause on that one right there. Oof. <laughs> oh yeah, I appreciate that, man. No, yeah. that's that's the that's the kind of passion that's the kind of passion that I love because that's the type of that's the type of passion that I have that I've that Chris and I have sunk into this podcast is making sure that people like yourself get your music out to whatever platform. I mean, any 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 content helps, right? So if, oh, yeah. if, if, if you have a message to get out or a song or a music video or a teaser or something like that's what we're here for. And it's really cool to hear that 
someone you know at band level is as excited about the metal scene where you're at specifically versus just as a as a total whole for the Austin scene. You're 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 standing up saying, "Hey, look, San Marcos is a place to come to, and we're going to make sure that you're welcomed here. And then when we come out, you know, we're welcomed as well, so on and so forth, that kind of thing." So I think that's pretty oh, yeah. rad, man. No, it's it's awesome. Like that's the one thing I've loved about this place. You know, I went to college here. I'm from Houston, but I went to college here at Texas State. And you know, after I, you know, enveloped myself in the community and stuff, I saw how much was like just going on and just music in it in itself. It was more of the psychedelic EDM and more catered to college or more of the you know the hippie folk scene. But you know, there was metal here existed before we even got together and we got these great connections through people like overthrow cerebral desecration uh stitched up people that have made and stable in in society you know as a metal bands that are really killing it in texas and it was really cool that like once we played a couple shows these bands were hitting us up to play more shows with them and it was a lot of fun to see that, like, you know, although they were, you know, a little bit older than us, they still learned to, you know, help our music, help our progression, and still invite us along to, to accompany them because they wanted to hear our shit just as much yeah. as we wanted to hear theirs. It was, it was like nothing but love, man. They just, they backed us fully the whole time. And they even, you know, they shout us out. They tell as much people as they can. And it's beautiful to see, like, the community back everybody up and show that support. And that's and that's really what San Marcos is about is just community overall. Like and like I said, it was more a psychedelic and trans and EDM scene. But we've been invited to Pecan Street Festival and Martian Arts Festival. You know, people that are listening to these other genres of music, but we can just slip in and people will tell us after our sets, like you know, it wasn't my particular genre of music. But hell, that was a lot of fucking fun to listen to <laughs> and nice. around. And you just see like all these people let loose that's not in their normal element, but they still get down because they see how much passion we have behind what we're trying to do and what we're trying to create musically. And it's it's not like just guttural noises to us. It's actually kind of developing like, you know, a sense of melody in between and trying to find a message that's coherent and you know yeah it has maturity and it has enough to to back it and stand the test of time as well well a lot of new shit is is gonna really surprise a lot of people well i'm i'm ready i've i've got i've got my (laughs) pre-order button ready like let's get it (laughs) yeah and the one cool thing that i like to do is i got a couple metal heads at where i work and whenever I came across you, I just kind of sent a link over and I said, hey, you know, let me know what you think. And I try to like be as just generic as possible as though I just stumbled across it. And what I'm really looking for is just a true and honest, you know, reaction or feedback. And my buddy Brian come over and was like, okay, okay, uh, where is Hate Waker from? And I said, San Marcos. He just like the look on his face was like... What? What? They're from where? That? That's right. seriously? And I said, yeah, man. I was just curious if you'd ever heard of them because I dug this and I just wanted to hear what. He's like, dude. The, he's like, it. It slays. It's good. And I said, well, that's cool because I've never heard of them before that. And <laughs> and he said, man, this is just man. And because he used to he used to do some touring, uh, kind of fill in drumming up in El Paso, 
uh, a while mm. back, and he was pretty. He's more of like a thrasher, real quick, just you know, blast beat mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which is which is tasty in its own right. And uh, a, a, as far as as far as what you guys lay down, Ricky, or no, I'm sorry, not Ricky, uh, Duncan, w- are you the shredder of of the of the <laughs> band? Yeah, man, I'm the I'm the, <laughs> the stream guy, dude. Fucking master. <laughs> So one thing that we are doing or that we're going to try to put together this year with the help of Eric Meyer from the Noise Factory up in Georgetown, Texas, is Mm -hmm. a thing, which is it's just a guitar collaboration, which they've been doing it for years now. The first one I really came across was a guy named Jared Dines when he did like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. When he did like the ultimate guitar collab of 2018 or something. So I got this idea in my head of, you know, can Texas shred? Because Texas metal, which I have slowly been indoctrinated to over the five years of doing this, that Texas metal, it, it's like, it, it just goes along with the Texas vibe. Like, everything is bigger and better in Texas. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. so I had this, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find 20 different guitarists that would like to jump on this because I've talked with Eric and he's game to do this collaboration of tank of Can Texas Shred. So you game? Yeah, dude, you can sign me up, man, for Woo! sure. Where's my button? <laughs> Woo! That button man? <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I would love to do something like that. That's great, man. There's so many talented people that I've, I've wanted to collab with down here, for sure. Well, hey, man, if you know if you know of anybody, because literally we're trying to go from, you know, all the way up in El Paso, down to McAllen, you know, oh, yeah. El Paso. Like, we want to we wanna get Texas as a whole, and I know there's there's more than 20 but I just want to start with, you know, start with the people that I know that I can reach out to personally. And then we can just, you know, friend of a friend of a friend. And we can eventually, we can find 20, 30, 40, 50 guitarists. Oh, man, yeah. We can get that done quick. Yeah, that sounds awesome, brother. Cool, cool. Well, got that off my bucket list. <laughs> so as far as creating new music, uh, how are you guys going about doing it? I, I guess we'll do two things. Um how are you guys going about it now versus before? That's a that's tricky. Uh, that's, I mean, this whole this whole epidemic is kind of you know a pandemic I should say has kind of you know put a lot of pressure on the creative end. Is like you know if you're not using your time now, like this is the the biggest blessing that any creative could possibly want in their life. You know, very much so. Of having like you know no job and shit like that. There's a lot of stuff. We're all we're all facing the same thing, but you know if you can take the time to like sit down and really delve into your dive into your craft, and um, what I mean we're lucky that we live in the same city, so you know we still take it upon ourselves to ensure the social distancing stuff, and we've all kind of bought our own equipment to pass things along ideas and stuff so it's really helped mature the band and get things going a lot mm-hmm. faster than normal and yeah we definitely miss just like sitting in the garage or in a in somebody's room just like tearing it up and getting our ideas but <laughs> you know still having the the access to do that and share as fast as we can like shout out to fucking whatsapp and, Zoom oh, and fucking skype just like you know any fucking ability to share at this point to you know really just get our shit out there and um craft this as it's become a a priority and you know 
more people are, you know, in this time we're, we're responding faster in our group chat than we have in the past. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, true. it would take like a couple of days, but everybody's like, no, let's get on it. Let's do it now. So, and, and it's a lot of, it's, it's important because people are at home and they are listening. They're waiting for new stuff. They want new content. And, you know, anybody who doesn't use this time, like, you know, you're, you're missing out. And we're definitely uh, taking an advantage. We have uh, three singles in mind. Uh, one that uh, we play live that hasn't really been released. And then two to accompany it. And then uh, our plan is to have a whole album done before the end of the year. Uh, so we can hopefully approach some labels and, and market it this time around. Damn, that's that's what's up, man. So basically what we have to look forward to is three singles released over, you know, period of time and then followed with a full album where those three yeah, singles yeah. will be on. Yeah, hopefully we'll have one single released within two weeks from now. And uh, that's uh, it's our party song of our set called Black Sheep. I, I think we played it on that recent uh, ATX metal podcast that you recorded live at. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Locals Only Showcase. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a song called Black Sheep. It's a little bit different now, but uh, and we revamped it, so to speak. So, um, but we played it live several times, and uh, we're ready to take us to the studio and really craft it. Um, so, hopefully, people are tuned in, listening to our stuff, and uh, we'll have a new single out pretty soon. Who do you who do you guys work with as far as or I, I guess as as a band like from creation of idea like oh shit I got a riff or you know Ricky like oh I got these lyrics laid out in my head from from beginning of song walk me through the process on how uh who who Hate Waker works with as far as uh mixing and mastering so above all like our first EP uh was written like basically in a garage half of it like we rewrote the songs together and the other half a lot of duncan's creativity uh shined through and he he crafts these songs these riffs and he'll send them to me and so a lot of my lyrics are written after the fact and really written towards the song versus like part by part and so this next album is our chance to kind of work more together as far as like, you know, doing a part, how I can incorporate my lyrics or how I want to uh, change my vocal intonations to match what he's doing in, in the riffs as opposed to writing to it. And uh, that, I think, is what will show our sense of maturity and how we're, uh, our songwriting is developing. And who do you guys use for uh, producing and, and mastering everything? Uh, our, our guitarist, Tony, uh, he uh, is blessing in disguise. We found this guy about a year and a half ago uh, while I was vending some stuff at a pizza place. And uh, he was just talking me up. And I told him that I was in a band. And he had just recently moved from Germany. And he has a band. He had a band there called Omara. And they're very, like, trap metal, kind of like Attila-sounding. And uh, he, uh, you know, was shout looking for a band. Omar. Yeah, shout out Amara. They're doing some really <laughs> awesome stuff. Awesome. They're really awesome. So if you're in Attila or anything like that, uh, check out Omara, O-M-A-R-A. They have a lot of stuff. And our boy was in that for a while. And uh, when he came over here, it was uh, cool to have a younger mind. He's uh, younger than the dust. I'm the oldest one in the band. Duncan's uh, kind of the senior, uh, second senior oldest in the band and then uh the other guys are all 23 and tw- uh, 22 Ooh, bunch of so, youngins yeah 
bunch of youngins and then it's cool to have like that diverse you know like we run the gamut of metal like uh our bassist listens to primarily pop prog like dylan or uh, duncan likes uh doing the old school mixed with a little bit of like architects and august burns red i'm more of like a miss may i in flames and tony loves that like trap metal stuff so it's it really, <laughs> it really adds a fucking element to it and it's like a in your face kind of attitude so it's cool to kind of just mesh it all together yeah so he he uh basically he's our he's like we, we go over there we, we lay down some demos and stuff and then we'll take it to um, the person who recorded our first album, uh, Ian Flores from Flores Audio, and uh, yeah, he recorded our first album. And uh, right now, with this new tracks, we're working with uh, Jimmy Sorrell. Okay, he's a great, great producer, dude. He's doing fucking awesome shit out there. Really, really good guy. Really fun to work with. Who did the uh, music video for Atmosphere? My uh, buddy Dan Flynn, uh, out of uh, Studio Fisher in Canyon Lake. That's that oh, was man. that was pretty well done. I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, and that was actually just his first round of videos. Like we we were so surprised and he uh I mean, he's experimenting still, but like he he gave us a deal and he was really just wanting to work creatively and he just he nailed it. I mean, we gave him like our inspirations for what we were looking for. Yeah, he really got and this. and he took as many shots and like did it all for a solid Solid price, so we were behind that real quick. Uh, <laughs> that homie cool price. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And he's in uh, several different bands in uh, Autumn Walker and Our Last Days. Uh, Our Last Days is out of San Marcos as well, and they're more like pop, uh, punk, hardcore, and they were actually some of the first dudes that gave us our first show. And uh, it was cool because that music existed here in San Marcos and they had that harder feel to it that I didn't see from a lot of bands. And when I first stepped into a show, I was like, holy shit, like, you know, people people are playing this kind of music here. And we that was were like, first yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it was, it, it's just a cool thing because like they were again, they were playing like pop punk, hardcore. They're mixing some scream elements and people were getting down to it. So I was like, holy shit, like. We need we need to do something here because people are vibing to this. Like, I wonder if they could turn it up just a little bit heavier, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure enough, we we did that. And we found our home here with them, and they. I mean, we hop on as many shows just because our sounds like collide in a good way, and, it, and it's fun to see the crowds react and like you know get some different def- doses of music around here. So, where does one go to a metal show in San Marcos? Right now, it's Ragnar's on the compound. It's a little bit more towards Wimberley, uh, but um, it's really kind of sad. A lot of uh, local venues have kind of pushed out the local bands because um, EDM and more of the college culture is catered to DJs and stuff. So the bars make more money than wanting to pay local bands to set up and play. And uh, it, it's kind of like a it's a hard thing to kind of swallow around here. But there's still uh, Jack's Roadhouse. Um, there's different things that we do. And my brand is catered to finding that outlet. So I'll be uh, trying to find more outlets for bands like uh, of our nature to, to have a place here. Um, it, it's just a transition, you know, like trying to find somewhere where so you can like show and cater the sound to the people that want to actually hear it yeah instead of just going with what the the general populace likes it's like hey let's carve out a little corner in san marcus 
and bring the heavy for those that are, you know, maybe having a bad day at college. Like, <laughs> like yeah. oh man, I've failed my biology. I need to go let some steam off. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy, but uh, we, we find our places and when we get our chances, we play here. But luckily we're, you know, neighboring so many different metropolitan areas to where we can, you know, spread our sound just from here and kind of engage on moving further out instead of just focusing on the local thing. I mean, it's been nice to see the locals react to our music, but now we find it more than ever to diversify our audience and spread our sound. Yeah. Like I said, branch out. I would recommend hitting up Seneca Homemeyer and the Mosh Network. Basically, it is kind of like a DIY directory of bands. So say you wanted to kind of book your own tour as a band where you could handle it yourself and set up the venues and set the lineups up. You basically could go to the mosh.net uh, or the moshnetwork.net. Oh man, he's going to punch me in the face. But <laughs> Is that the same Seneca that ran um, some stuff over at Come and Take It? Yes. Yeah, that's okay, Seneca. Cool. Yeah, I, I definitely have him in my contacts. So. Yeah, I'll, so I'll basically his his website is a, you know, kind of a one-stop kind of thing. If you wanted to book your own tour, you could go to the state. You could click on, like, say you wanted to book, like, a tour that had a, a metalcore sound. You could break it down by genre. And then literally there's their contact info and you could hit them up directly versus going through a booking agent or anything. So if you guys are looking to expand a little bit, I would say definitely hit up Seneca and get on the Mosh Network. Oh yeah. No, I mean, we're, this band is all about independence. Uh, I mean, like as much as we want to do a label, we love doing things ourselves on the creative end. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of people that are behind our sounds that are, um, you know, ready to fucking create with us. But uh, overall, we have a lot of people that are talented in our band that, I mean, we do our own advertising, our own uh, promotional work, everything that we do um, promotional-wise on IG and Facebook, like I do, Tony does, uh, Duncan does as well. And so we're very much about, like, doing it ourselves the DIY way. And uh, there's, I mean, there's no sense in trying to make things work without having your own sense of uh, input on it you know it really craps your brand and really make sure that you're coming across the way that you want to yeah yeah you want to make sure that you guys represent yourselves a certain way and that everybody yeah. understands that it's you know hate waker equals x and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I i totally get that because you know you guys know as well as i do you know being in a band and you know kind of you know running a podcast you have to represent yourself as a person but you also have to represent the band you know or the brand while you're mm-hmm. out as well so making sure that you guys are understood and people are like oh well yeah these are good guys they book their own tours you know they hustle they this and that and then over time once that's established then it's like okay well let's stretch our legs and let's see who's offering up some uh, some record deals these days yeah that's the plan yeah, I man, if 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 anybody listened to any of the shit that I put out and happened to hear a song from a local band that perked their ears up and then that evolved into some type of good for the band, count me in. Like that's the whole reason I do this. So, I'm oh, just yeah. happy I'm just happy to hear, you know, guys like yourselves putting out music that literally is just 
like I said at the beginning, from front to back, great in my opinion. And now I know there's that, you know there's people out there that are like, oh man, they're just another you know band of today or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, <laughs> move on. Yeah. <laughs> that, was like, our, that was probably our our biggest uh, our biggest thing when like coming up with the band and like all the songs that we written is that we really wanted to. I, like we really wanted to spend uh, send a message and and say something, and not just be another heavy band, but be a band that says something, has a message, and represents musicianship. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of our writing I felt like came from like being out of the game for so long and being on the sideline and being in the crowds and 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 listening to what all the the people that we want to emulate, you know, our idols on the stage, like trying to almost send a message, a message of yeah. music that get up kind of uh, and almost kind of sounds like we've been here we've been doing yeah. this we've been you know in the same realm or at the same level as these people but we just haven't been heard yet and uh you know Man, that's, that that's is an exciting thing that that we, is that's yeah, just, probably the like best thing overall nostalgia really when you listen to our stuff just like you know we had a lot of years to cover not you know being silent and stuff so we wanted to feel like you know we were that band that was still right along with your high school greats or your you know whatever you you got you in the middle like we wanted to feel like we were right there at the time you know i've always been curious the evolution of how a band goes from literally just a local band playing dive bars to you know regional tours to you know local kind of national lower key runs like to like oh just a southwest run or a east coast run or something to mm-hmm. like you know cuz and it's and I think you nailed it on the head is you're you are producing music that is equal to or better than music that's out there on tour right now but you just haven't been heard yet that mm-hmm. is i mean God damn, that's woof. My, my mind, my it's melted, just melted my brain. And that is, I think that is one of the coolest, coolest ways to explain it as to why, you know, paying attention to your local music is important. And that's why we try to do our best over here at the podcast to bring people like Hate Waker uh, to your airwaves and to your downloadable and, podcasts and we thank you so yeah, much thank man. You. Yeah, yeah i mean just seeing when you covered us the last time i come and take it and those of you haven't seen it's on facebook and everything uh you can find a link to it but uh it's got like three thousand views yeah it's insane <laughs> it was insane to, to see that number like within the first hour just how many people were tuning in and listening and watching live you know and it it you know, social media does so yeah, much. It means a lot. It, it really, really does. It, and to have that presence and to, to show that we can, you know, display ourselves through a wide network, you know, thank you for having our, our back in this, you know, thank you Supporting for supporting the local you know, scenes. Yeah. Oh man, that's, that is, that is why we, well, I wouldn't say that's the reason why we started doing this, but that definitely morphed into one of our core, uh, core values was just support local anything from, merchandisers to bands to promoters to businesses and so on and so forth but um we're we're, we're pretty much hello yeah what's up man Woo! sorry <laughs> we're here. sorry i had a i had a glitch in my headphones and i thought something just broke <laughs> but uh so so what are you guys doing in we'll, we'll kind of we'll kind of round out the show with this what are you guys doing to stay busy now that 
the and and I will say this: I'm actually going back to work full time on uh, tomorrow, where I was only working two days on, two days off, two 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 two. Now I'm going back to my full shift. What are you guys doing in the meantime until you guys get back to your uh, place of employment? Uh, I'm actually going back to work on the six, man. So I definitely, I definitely feel you on that uh, full time. And um, as as of right now, we're my main goal is getting these singles out and working on as much music as possible. Because I don't know when I'm gonna get like this much time again. And dude, I've spent probably over twelve hundred bucks on recording equipment (laughs) (laughs) just to get all this done. But it's definitely worth it. And I'm I'm happy to you know to release this this music out there and release our message. That's good, man. I, 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 you're one of the, you're one of the few people that have kind of, I think Andy from Conan said it. He said, if you aren't living like your band is your job during these times, then you're messing up because there's no other time that we can think of because this was a definitely a a blindsided kind of thing. I honestly didn't think we were going to, shut down and you know shelter in place and stuff mm-hmm. but whenever he said that it kind of hit me you know like oh wow that man that does make sense like you're being forced to stay home from your job which when you're there you're typically like i want to go home and work on a riff <laughs> i'll be home and writing <laughs> <laughs> so so now here to remain man yes so, remain. so now here it is you're at home with nothing but time and like and I'm happy that you guys are are pushing the envelope and getting out content for your fans because like I said and I'll continue to say it but hate waker just like I said snake father like y'all guys are the future and I'm looking forward to what you guys come out with uh later this year. Oh yeah man. Oh yeah. We're we're excited to deliver and you'll be seeing a lot more music, a lot more content uh in the coming weeks for sure. All right, well, tell the beautiful people that are listening where they can find you at on all the socials. Uh, you can find us at hatewaker underscore band on IG and Facebook, uh, just hatewaker on uh, YouTube, anything else. Uh, all of our music's available on Spotify and Google Music and Apple Play. So, yeah. Tight. Tune in, man. Tight. Any, uh, any, <laughs> other, any other final shout-outs before we get out of here? Uh, shout, shout out, out ATA, man. Metal ATA. podcast. Man. We appreciate <laughs> y'all putting us on, brother. Oh yeah, thank we you. We appreciate all the fans, uh, all the people who've listened to our music and have supported us through the years. Our producers who've helped us uh, craft this awesome music, and you know, yeah, we just want to thank everybody, man. Well, cool, man. Thank you guys very much, Duncan. I'll be in touch. We'll try and get this uh, shred collab thing figured uh, out. Please, bro, let's get that done. And, that awesome. and if you know of anybody now, seriously, like I, I don't just kind of, I'm pretty sure like you guys are, you don't want to put anything out. That's, that's shit. So, yeah. uh, be, be, you, be mindful of the people that you recommend. <laughs> yeah, we, we have plenty of talented people that we can send your way. All of these Texas guys know how to throw the fuck down on the guitar. So, all right, cool. Cause what I think, what I think we're going to do is kind of have like a, almost like an open audition, um, we're obviously, we're going to have a handful of people hand selected that we just obviously know can do, can deliver what we want, but maybe, like I said, just put it out there to the, to the, to the homies that, that can shred, that can thrash and lay down some, uh, some tasty notes. I mean, even, even the jaunt fellas, they're allowed to come in and play. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's, uh, let's mix it up. I really, I really want to get this thing kind of like layered out. So if you have anybody, if anybody's listening, any fans of hate waker or any fans of any metal here in Texas, and you know of somebody that can lay down a solid 20 to 30 second solo, that's just nasty, have them, uh, submit a video clip to me at austintxmetal at gmail.com or send it to the Facebook messenger or say, Hey asshole, here's a clip. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Duncan, Ricky, thank you very much. Uh, hate waker is amazing front to back. DOC is one of my top favorites. Atmosphere is tasty. And I think, uh, is it been two weeks, man? Yeah. Black sheep should be available in two, two and a half weeks. And I, and I think, uh, I think for me, a deep cut would be blasphemy. Is that right? Blasphemy. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the name of the uh, EP. Yeah, I just I, there the whole thing. Just listen to the whole thing. <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah, hey, man. take it easy, guys, and I appreciate your phone call, man. Thank you, brother. Oh yeah, thank you, man. All right, bye. Later. Later.